Radio. What up, what up? What up, though? Woo. What's Episode up, 68. 68. All right. This, I'm glad you remember now these last few weeks. Dude, I've been writing that shit down. I know, man. <laughs> Wrote it down. It's on the first page here. <laughs> we getting up there. That's right. Welcome, everybody. Episode 68 of the Carbon Footprint Podcast. Here's Juan and I'm Sean. And every week we get together, have a couple of drinks, talk about things going on in the world, try to focus on things making an impact, whether they be good, bad, or otherwise. And we got another drink for you guys today. Yes, Hit sir. Up. Boy, I don't even know what we're calling this yet. We're going to have to think of a name for it by the time we drop it on IG, the recipe. I, I don't know what we call it, man. I don't know what the, yeah. It's delicious, though, man. So so peep this. We It's our take on a, a, a I'm a fan of whiskey and ginger ale, usually. Um, but this is a different little take on it. We uh, we rinsed the glass in absinthe. So just rinse it, pour the absinthe out. Uh, or, or shoot it. Yeah. 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 Or shoot it. You know, but how, how, depending on how you feel. Yeah. Depending on how your day's going, your week, you know, <laughs> how you want to remember that evening. <laughs> uh, so rinse it, dump it out, fill it up with ice, uh, hit it with two ounces of, we did Woodford bourbon. Um, you could do a rye. We, we thought the bourbon was actually better. So we tried it with the rye. It tastes better with the bourbon. Do two ounces of the bourbon. Do a uh, couple dashes of uh, of Peychaud's bitters. Uh, top it off with ginger ale. Uh, oh, no. And the secret That's ingredient right. to this. Hit them with the secret we ingredient. We not only did we have rosemary infused simple syrup, we had rosemary infused simple syrup from the Garden of Sean. Yes. Damn right. We had some fresh ass, organic ass. <laughs> Hit them with the. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, this shit tastes like Christmas. This rosemary is on point. So we took the rosemary and put it into a little bowl with uh, with simple syrup, and then muddled it to get that flavor. And then and then we still garnished the drink yeah, with the rosemary. With the rosemary, man. So you do half an ounce of that of that rosemary infused simple syrup, and then garnish it with the rosemary. Stir it up. Have it. This shit is good, man. Yeah, it's good, really man. It's the first time we tried this. You even gave it an attempt, and uh, it came out good, man. So if y'all got ideas that you know, I infuse the name of, of the podcast in it. Let us know. Yeah, let us know. I don't yeah, know what to call this. I, I think y'all, y'all been a little quiet lately. Yeah, so I want to. I want to hear from somebody. Yeah, bring it. Bring the drinks. I know. I know some of y'all outkeys. Like we're not the only ones. Oh y'all no, y'all gotta man. have something. Dude, I know. I know a dude. <laughs> I'm about to call him out. Shout out to you, Brandon. <laughs> Brandon was like, "Man, the drinks, bro." Keep them coming. He was digging them? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, he was liking it. He said, uh, you know, it's a good thing to kind of get around with his boys afterwards and be like, oh, man, let's try this. I heard about this drink. It's, it's supposed to be good. And, uh, yeah. That's dope. So, Brand, hit us up, man. You let, let us know what you're drinking or which ones you like, man. Hit us up. Absolutely. Yeah, and I never met a boring dude named Brandon in my life. <laughs> I know Brandon going <laughs> I know Brandon going <laughs> All right, man. Carbon footprint of the week for me. Ooh, hit him. Goes out to... Clearview AI. So this is a company. They have this, they're not brand new. Um, I've seen some video of them and of like the owner, which I can't recall the owner's name. But um, anyway, anyway, they make software, uh, facial recognition software. Oh, they working for the man. Yeah. <laughs> so um, it's essentially it's a it's a cool program, bro. So like you basically take a picture. And this thing scours the internet, the public internet, for pictures of you. Oh shit! And then, based on those, you can—if you've ever taken a picture, or if anybody's ever taken a picture of you and posted it online—this shit will find you, 
and it's it's actually helped police departments and investigators solve crimes that they've been able to solve for years. So it's on some like person of interest type shit. You remember that TV show? The no, it's a TV show called Person of Interest, and the premise was like this super computer like that that they would use to oh, catch. Oh yeah, they would do like the facial recognition yeah. software. I don't think it lasted long, but I remember that being like the premise by it, and I was like, it's coming. Stop giving these people ideas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. And so, you know, right now, it's it's all investigators or um, the police force in, in different areas have, have been using this. But CNN interviewed him about a year ago. Okay. And when he did that, so the, the, the guy that was the interviewer, um, they used him as sort of a, a guinea pig. And he's like, here, like, take the picture of you. And then, boom, all this stuff comes up. What was crazy was it not only caught pictures of him that looked like the picture they took, but it was smart enough to catch him if there was pictures of him in there, like from the side, even if he like covered his mouth. Dude, there was a picture of the guy from like 15 years ago. It was like some paper in the small town that he grew up in that was online and it didn't need, like if you looked at it you can go like eh, yeah that's probably the guy but it didn't look like a spitting image so smart enough to know that yeah bro. this is what this guy would look like now right yes that yes what's the technology behind that like did they talk about is it bone structure is it well it, it takes everything into account I mean, Bio, even all even the biometrics like the biometric, like like the spacing the spacing of your of your eyes uh, it's everything bro it takes everything into account which is why it's it's able to sort of catch you if the pictures of you from from the side or like like, like he did the same thing he, he did a test where he um he covered his mouth took the picture and then hit search and like all the same pictures came up that's it. yeah because i guess you can't fake the distance between your eyes and your cheek to your like chin or the top right. of your cheekbone to like all that if it counts all that it goes like you're, it's probably pretty unique it's yeah. probably going by points whatever wow it's man. crazy so this, this is the 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 spooky part was um the guy the interviewer brings on his producer and he's like yeah i want you to I want you to do my producer because she's 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 never online and she's very private and what have you they did her and a bunch of shit comes up and she's like how is this picture here like all of my accounts are private but then they figured out that if her accounts were public at one point oh it never goes away it doesn't go away that's what they always they always say that shit bro they always say it like right if you post something the shit doesn't go away like it's there forever like you put it out in the fucking so even if you make it private there's an archive somewhere in in the on the internet that is was at some point public and it just from that point in time whatever wow yeah bro so I'm just thinking that so I'm looking at this and 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 I think that the way that they presented in the interview it's like oh it's helping the cops it's helping right everything is good about it but what's to stop somebody from making an app that then I can take a picture of somebody do a quick search and then find their Facebook their Instagram their yeah. Twitter you know I could find addresses relatives yeah, well, yeah if i'm like, a stalker what, right or dude you do you think about like celebrities who have you know stalkers or normal folks now right you walk down the street and you go folk. let me yeah. take a picture of that yep. and then now you pull up everything dude yeah that is kind of creepy man it's creepy bro so i so i was like yeah you know like like everything else man you know it, it's always presented with 
with good intentions. Good intentions, but we don't know how to have we, nice things. Yeah, yeah. like like <laughs> humans always will take something good and figure out a way to use it for you know for malicious purposes. People will people, man. <laughs> so don't know I, the the videos that I saw um, of like when he interviewed the um, the owner, and I think it's if you just if you just Google like Clearview AI, um, you can go on their website and you'll see these videos that I that I watched. Um, shit, what was I going with that? I fucking lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, how many um, have you had? We cutting. <laughs> yeah, we're going we to have to cut we'll this cut off. Sean off. <laughs> what the hell was I going with that? Oh, so they were like a, from, from like a year ago. And and so I was thinking, you know, is this company still alive? But then there was something just as, just as uh, early as or um, as recent as July where they just got like another like $30 million of investments. So, so do they have, I guess, police forces or host cities or whatever that are like, subscribing to the platform? I don't platform, know if it's host cities, but so. essentially, yeah. So essentially, they go into these into these law offices or, or law um, law enforcement offices and go, hey, use our product for like sixty days for free. If it doesn't help you, good. But if it does, you know, we can do like a a, a monthly Here's fee a or whatever. Fee, yeah. But there's a mobile app. So, so a cop could, or the idea is a cop puts it on whatever their their mobile devices right. that they so use. I don't know. It. I don't know if now if it's just if it's restricted to like that. That's all they advertise on their on the website. I don't know if it's restricted, but you figure like that technology, like that's gonna it's only a matter of time. Bro. It's only a matter of time, and, and that's my point. You present it as something really good, and then you figure out a way to present it really good to the public to say, hey, like use this thing, and this is gonna help you find you know your. Your your buddy that you haven't you know got in contact with for twenty years, you know what I mean? It'll be something like that, and then and it's interesting because there is a, a a a very practical and positive use for it, right? Mm-hmm. Missing child, uh, you know, shows up on any camera anywhere, you know, in the world, or missing person, you know, you want to track down or a long lost relative or whatever, you know, like dude, they one of the one of the cases you talked about, they they were able to find like a a pedophile. Um, and, and the way it happened was somebody at a gym took a picture of themselves in the mirror and in the mirror's reflection, the dude worked there. Get the f- so it's that good. So they just bro. go by the metadata on the photo. Oh, that's the L.A. Fitness at da 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 da. Well, no, you go. No, t- no, typically like you'll get on because it's all public pictures. Right. So you typically like click on that and it'll be like, oh, that's Juan Lorenzo's you know, Instagram account and somebody can hit you up and say like, Hey man, look at your Instagram account. This is the law of, you know, this is the whatever Orlando police. Yeah. Where, um, what gym was that? Where did you take this? And you go like, Oh, I took it at fucking, you know, Bl- yeah. Joe's gym on central, you know? And then they go over there and they go, Hey, have you guys seen this guy? Oh shit. That guy works here. He's a janitor. And that's the way they found this guy. That's insane. You know what made me think of bro? When you say it, when you're talking about it, uh, you remember the dark Knight? The movie mm-hmm. with uh, Heath Ledger as the Joker. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember. Towards the end of it, there's a scene. Uh, Bruce Wayne creates this like uh, sonar system, if you will, using everyone's using the mic on everyone's cell phone, and it creates basically a sonar where he's getting images on this massive. So like Morgan Freeman, I think he plays Lucius Fox. So 
he puts up these massive screens and he basically has anywhere in the city where there's a microphone, he's picking up like images and he's using it to track essentially trying to figure out where Joker is or whatever. Okay. But it was crazy because like the Lucius Fox dude tells him like, yo, as long as this thing is in this building, like you're basically spying on the entire like city, like I'm out kind of thing. And, right, and like, right. at the end of it, you know, whatever, uses it for its intended like good purpose and then it right. self-destructs itself or whatever. But it made me think of that, like the, like, dude, that kind of power in the wrong hands. Like you said, we can't have nice things. There's so many wrong hands. So many, bro. <laughs> so many. And so many fun <laughs> like things to do with that. I don't, like, I don't know. No, nah, man. Like I said, so it was, this, this is one That's of those so, sort of carbon footprints cool, where, where I go, not a big deal now, right? But as that technology advances and, it, and then, and then be. essentially will become commonplace, right? That'll be on somebody's phone eventually. Yeah. Oh, it absolutely will be. It'll be one of those things years from now that we're all talking about. That like, damn, you remember when we couldn't? It's like, you ever Googled something by an image? Like, you could take a picture of a bottle and I've you can that. find what was it, like on Google Lens or something there, yeah. like that, right? Yeah. And it'll tell you, like, if you want to take a picture of that where you can buy it or, you know, like, it's only a matter of time before that kind of stuff just gets progressively better and better and better. Yep. And just, what a time to be alive. Yeah. <laughs> what a time. <laughs> it's wild. Listen. Uh, what you got? I, I had a carbon footprint this week, man. This guy suddenly I'm, I'm left his mark. Uh, you shouldn't be, man, but uh, <laughs> actually, maybe. But you heard of a, there's a conservative radio host here in uh, Florida, uh, not too far from where we are. His name was Mark Bernier. He referred to himself as Mr. Anti-Vax. Okay. Um, so he lived and died by this anti-vax thing. Like, he was very outspoken against the vaccine, you know, very is outspoken he, I'm against I'm assuming he's against any vaccine, I'm assuming. I, I don't or know. is the anti-vax thing new? Mr. Anti-vax only as it refers to the COVID vaccine, as far gotcha. as I know. Because okay. he was using, this is a shtick. He wrote it. But listen, I got to commend this guy, bro. He's willing to die for his cause. Guess what killed Mr. Anti-vax this yeah. past week, bro? <laughs> yeah. COVID. So, Get the fuck out Yeah, of dude. So, I mean, dude was in his mid-60s. I'm sure he had a shit ton of core morbidities, but... Uh, yeah, bro. Listen, I got to respect this. Keep the same energy you had. <laughs> <laughs> this, to the end. You believe in your cause so much, you don't give back. It ends up killing you. Like, you know what? You're willing to go down for the cause. I got to respect that, bro. That's that's leaving an imprint. <laughs> Anybody who followed this guy, oh, he's man. a martyr for the anti-vax movement and because his radio show was popular. But he was popular in that he was known, I think, to to not lean heavily like 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 although he was a conservative host he he was like a a reasonable guy where he could kind of defend both sides yep um but yeah man lately he had been he had dubbed himself Mr. Anti-vax and he had been so outspoken against the vaccine so to go from that and then getting killed by covid it's just I'm like you know bro you you about that life I can't Damn. even be mad at that man you're about that life and, and I and I wonder the like his fans or at least for the folks that listen to him right are they thinking holy shit like Maybe he's wrong. Do I need to go get like how many of them are going to get the vaccine now? I don't, yeah, it's a good question, man. Like, yeah, either way, hey, hey, you served your purpose, bro. You changed some lives. Yeah, yeah, you led by example. You led by example. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, not for nothing, man. Like my 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 father went into um went into the uh, emergency room the other day, and man, like my mom he, and he's getting better and stuff, so that's all good. But um, there was one day, man, when my mom couldn't even go to see him. Because because the hospital is full, they called it like code black, where they just said, we like there are no visitors. Dude, you said he couldn't even get a bed for how long? For a day. Wow, man. So he couldn't get a bed for 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 uh, approximately twenty four hours. 
couldn't get a bed because the hospitals are just inundated. And then that, and then that, when they finally got a bed, they they told her like, no, sorry, like you can call us whenever you want, and we'll give you an update. But he's doing fine, and here's what we're doing. But no one's allowed in right now. Wow, man, that sucks, dude. Like the, I, I don't know what to do about that, man. About like I don't even have. Because, you know, we've talked about this on here before. I'm of the belief, like, everybody, you know, you do your own thing. But it's so unfortunate, man, that, like, someone like your dad can't go get treatment for potentially, at the time, you don't know what it is, right? It could be life-threatening, maybe not. But, but, you know, because these beds are all being taken up by unvaccinated people, man. I don't don't know. It's You hate that in this whole thing there's going to be a right or wrong side, right? And you... And either the ones that got vaxxed are on the wrong side of this and they're all going to be or the ones that didn't get vaxxed are on the wrong side of this. Like time will tell. It just stinks, man, when you have like the unintended kind of uh, uh, victims or something like that, man. It's Dude, shitty. I, I always say, man, like with that shit, like follow the money. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. Absolutely. Like f- follow the money, man. Like if it is it is in the interest of of our government, whether you want to believe him or not. And I don't blame you either way. But like. If if they're gonna lose, like the the economy collapsing is probably the absolute worst thing that could happen to to a country, yeah. and so they are. It is in their best interest to keep people working. Yep. And I'm not sure we talked about this on here, but I, I vividly remember having conversations with people. So I'm I'm vaccinated, right? Um, and and I remember talking to people who go like, "Man, like it didn't worry you," and they give me what their worry yeah. kind of is, and I go, "I'm gonna sound like a nut, but stay with me." I believe in capitalism. <laughs> They're like, <laughs> and I'll get the like, what? And I go, listen, either the people who made this can't afford to lose the amount of money that they would lose if 120 million people joined a class action lawsuit, right? Like, or there's going to be a lot of money in the cure. Either way, I feel pretty good about my chances. <laughs> like, I'm like, yeah, that's a good point. I'm like, I believe in capitalism that hard. I was like, I believe in the almighty dollar that strongly that I go, do I, you trust the scientists? I trust money. Money right. is the the, the, the ultimate motivator. It's the driver. It's it's yeah. So I trust that. But me out, man. Hope, hope Shep recovers quickly, man. Is on yeah, yeah, up. Yeah, me too, man. Me too. That uh, yeah, and, and hopefully uh, can get the care and the resources and stuff that he needs there, man. It would be shitty, um, you know, for people who to, who to fall victim to shit that could have been preventable, you know, had they had like care in a you know like in a timely fashion or whatever. Right. Like yeah, so. Well, did you see, um, keeping on with this subject, man, so like Delta and United have both made getting the vaccine since, since now that it's uh, it's uh, FDA approved. Mm-hmm. They're like, um, Delta actually, they didn't make it mandatory. They're making it mandatory for anybody that's new. Okay. But if you are an existing employee and you refuse to get it, they are, I'm going to get this right, they're going to charge you $200 a month if you're not vaccinated. Oh, I did see that. And so they so basically so figured your, out. Their, your health care premiums is what they're doing. Yeah, your health care so. premiums is $200 a month more expensive right. if you aren't vaccinated. If you're not vaccinated. That makes sense. So they were saying like, like the uh, the average stay, and I thought it was crazy, but I know the hospital hospital costs are crazy. Yeah. Um, 40 to 50K per week. Oh, sorry. For, for, sorry, for the average, not, not per week. For the average hospital stay when you have the virus is about 40 to 50K. And so they're like, all right, so here you go. You don't want to be vaccinated? Cool. $200. Um, I, I actually agree with that, bro. Yeah, I have no issue with that, bro. Yeah, I actually agree with that. Because if I'm paying for your health care, 
and you are now a greater liability. And the ch- it's just like any other insurance, right? Your car insurance, like the more you crash or the mm-hmm. more speeding tickets you get, the more you pay. Um, so the greater the risk you are from a risk standpoint, I, th- I think that's fair, man. Yeah. And then they're also doing, they're going to stop extending the pay protection to unvaccinated workers. And then United Airlines stepped in um, and they're requiring the vaccine for all of their employees beginning on September 27th. Oh, wow. So they got the next like three weeks, four weeks to get yeah, their shit so they, together. They're like, no $200. Like, you will you're or you'll be gone. Or you're gone. Yeah. Wow, man. And I, listen, man, that's private entity's uh, prerogative. I, I I like the whole healthcare thing because that's what you do with um, smokers, right? Yeah. You make them pay a premium. That's or even if you do, uh, right? So certain companies have it to where you go and you basically get a physical every year. Mm-hmm. And then and and if then you don't, if they you charge don't, you. don't, they charge you. Yep. I, I think that's fair, man. If I'm going to cover the cost of your healthcare, I think it's only right that I get to charge you more if you're a bigger risk. And if I say, hey, here are the preventative measures and you don't follow, it's like, cool, that's on you. But now that poses a potentially greater financial risk on my part. So I have to like charge for that. I, yeah, I actually agree with that, man. As shitty as it is, um, when I when I saw the headline initially, I went, eh, yeah, makes sense. Like, yeah. I, I don't think you're going to bully people into taking this. You can't incentivize them, though. You know, we talked about this here before. People were given incentives or whatever. And this is going to be one of those. Like, how many people are going to be like, ah, I probably can't afford the 200 bucks extra a month. Or I can. And that's more important to me. Yeah, which is fine too. Like, like if that's you're like, no, I'm so convicted in this. I'm, I'd rather pay the extra money, or I'd rather go somewhere and work with it. Like you said, man, keep the same energy, right? Keep the same energy, bro. Yeah. So I'm like, somebody, oh, go. Somebody lose two hundred bucks, they'd be like, well, nah, bro. Because I'll be I'm for going real, to get it. I, like I, I could have been. I wasn't like in a rush to get vaccinated, but I remember thinking like, eventually they're just gonna make it inconvenient, right? Like it's gonna make it to where if I want to travel, travel. Oh, you gotta do this, or if I want to get into a concert or whatever. And I just went, eh, I'm not willing to die on that hill. So I'm just gonna go ahead and get it. Like I again, and I believed in the, <laughs> the capitalism so strongly that I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go. I feel pretty good about my chances on that. But yeah, man, I, do what you want, people. And then I think uh, we should keep the same energy when companies start doing what they want. Yep. Not so. Yeah. And then I read two articles after that, bro. That I was like, what the fuck. So the first one, well, and I'm going to go into each article, but basically the, the first one says, you know, 26 cases of COVID linked to two unvaccinated students. Didn't go into the, didn't go into the article. I'm like, it's a whatever, headline grab. right? Yeah. It's a headline grab. Next article, two people die in Japan after taking Moderna vaccine. <laughs> and I'm like, what are the two people? What are the two students that just gave 26 people COVID? And then those two died. <laughs> <laughs> so you go like man and and, and I, I was just thinking like, why about why is that a headline well I was just thinking about the media in general bro and I'm just going man can we all get and I don't want to say on the same side but can we all focus on the same thing right like if, if we are you know if we want everybody to be healthy or if we're saying no like this vaccine is not safe because of these reasons like can we just all get all, I, I, I understand the, the, the opposing views but this is like for humanity. Yeah, dude, they don't give a fuck, man. But people just don't care. Capitalism, and no one bro. cares. Everybody, capitalism, right. capitalism, bro. Everybody cares about ratings. The the uh, I forgot what I was talking to. They were basically saying that like news, and I believe this, uh, uh, news corporations, whether it's CNN or Fox or whatever, and like Facebook and stuff, they've done the research and the data that the further apart you drive people, the higher their ratings get on each respective platform, right? So this is uh, why uh, ratings skyrocket during uh, election time, right? Because everyone's like, 
that's when it's almost like a pep rally of sorts, right? Where everyone's right. kind of hyped. Uh, uh, you're constantly being reminded, whether it's because of the signs or the commercials or whatever. So like, and and so they purposely create division amongst you know people on yeah. whatever subject. And usually the politics is the easy one, right? Because we have this like toxic tribalism around politics, like so that they essentially do that because it drives up ratings. And so you're never going to get to a space while there are countries that force news people to go like, no, you have to be kind of unbiased. And, you know, like we don't, we don't mandate that type of stuff. We kind of mandate the free speech. So fuck them. But you, you know, you just mentioned tribe and it's just like, until we realize that we're actually all part of one tribe, right? Shit doesn't change. And then I was thinking like, we, we have organizations like uh, the World Health Organization and the CDC that are, that are in place, supposed to be sort of unbiased yeah. um, organizations, but it's like even those organizations, people question and they don't believe and they believe well, there's ulterior mur- motives. But like you said, yeah, like that, that's true. There's too, right? people running those, right, who can be swayed and yeah. then there's p- who have political agendas or professional agendas or, you know, personal agendas. And so there's like... It's so difficult now, man, to get... Uh, I find myself a lot listening to news from other countries, whether it's like the UK or like BBC or something like that, just to try to get an unbiased. Like, I watch a little bit of everything, and then I watch some that supposedly leans unbiased, and then try to kind of go like, okay, I think this is where that the, makes sense. the middle ground is. Yeah, yeah, I can kind of see. But yeah, it's so hard, man. And then it's hard because like it's, it's, it's easy not to fall victim to that too, right? Not to get swayed and go like, fuck yeah, you know, like, and you get down this rabbit hole. Like, I've done especially, it, right? Especially if it's something that is, that is uh, solidifying what you already believe. Mm-hmm. You know, it's very easy for you to go like, yeah, see? Yeah, they affirmed my, yeah, yeah, right. yeah it's uh, yeah, it's strange, man. I, I don't know, man. The, the, but you know what, man? I'm super fucking grateful that we don't live in uh, like China because <laughs> did you see what they're about to do with the video game thing? I, I saw a headline about them like limiting the kids or some shit. Yeah, dude. So in, a, in an effort to curb like, uh, I guess, video game addiction, they're limiting the time. If you're un- under the age of 18, you're only allowed to play video games now from 8 to 9 p.m. on Friday, Saturday, Sunday. That's it. What? So if you're under eight, so if you're not an adult. Yes, essentially. Then you have to. So you're basically telling people how to raise their kids. Yeah. And what is the? Because they're thinking there's there, there's a whole thing and there's video game addiction is out of control. Well, yeah. And so and I could see that probably true. Yeah, but dude, and we have we talk about this all the time, man. If our kids were outside playing ball, we wouldn't be like you're addicted to that basketball. Nope. You're, and I understand that there's a different quality, and I don't know all, all the research has been done about TV and yada yada and video games, blah blah. But again, like. We only deem things to be an addiction when when we think it's a problem, right? Right, like like if you were uh uh like the difference between a, a, a someone who's addicted to gambling and a professional gambler is the win streak, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like if you think about it, right, right, right. Like that's what what, what kind of house you live in? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're a gambling <laughs> like, addict. Yeah, yeah. But. Like, it's odd, man. Like, cause we we kind of like we were pretty liberal about how we apply the so the true. labels, man. Yeah, like how, how do you distinguish a, a professional poker player between someone who's just an addict? He's on TV. He's on TV, bro. <laughs> and he's doing all right. You're like, I don't know, man. That shit got him on TV. Like, yeah, I, I don't know, man. I'm sure there's a fine line somewhere for sure, and certain things are addictions. Um, but no, no, bro. Yeah. But like, so is it still looked at it that way when our kids are raising their kids? 
because our Absolutely not. our kids are growing up with like the 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 YouTubers, the gamers, right? The 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 social media, um, the whatever, right? The the successful folks on social media, those are the athletes of our day. Yeah. Oh, sorry, of, of their day, right? It's it. Those are the athletes. Those people that they look up to. Like like my, I've heard my kids and 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 their cousins say, "I want to be a YouTuber," and it's like, what's that? Yeah. Right. But you they know what that, that is. is. Yeah. No. No. But, their... but or, or or I want to be like Booga, which is a you know professional, professional Fortnite player, right? The guys and the guy makes millions. Yeah. Is he an addict? Is he yeah, an addict? He yeah. got damn right. He got damn right. But his addiction. <laughs> Leads to positive outcomes for himself, right? right? So, but which is what's the positive outcome? It's money. It's money. It's money and fame. Yeah, because it, there's people who are addicted to work, right? We don't go. We go. Oh, those. Are, that's a workaholic. But we don't have a negative connotation. Maybe this generation does. But when we were growing up, it was like you took pride. Like, ah, I did a twenty hour week, you know, or twenty hour day or whatever. And people are right. like, okay, now you say that, and people look at you like you're stupid, as they should. Like, yeah, why'd you do that? Why'd you do that? But like, yeah, it's just so odd to me, man. I mean. Part of this conversation is just uh, communism in general and, and how you can control your people like that, right? Like as much, like, I, you know, you hear people now going, we're one step away from communism because our government wants to force people no, to get not. this. It's like, no, 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 go go look at this shit. Like, uh, this is the shit that blows my mind that I'm just like, wow, can you imagine living like that? I guess if you don't know any better. But I guess, you know, co- communism is supposed to be sort of the the, the good of all. Right, it's supposed to be like you know the the doctor makes we're as much e- money as except the, the people that are not right. right. Yeah. <laughs> we're all equal except the people that are not. The doctor the, makes what the janitor makes, yeah, and it's like no, it doesn't really no, work doesn't. that way. Yeah, it was the last like genius thing that came out of a communist country. I don't know, man. China got a few things going on. TikTok. Uh, <laughs> 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 all right, touche, touche. TikTok is pretty big. <laughs> you know, press some people and come up with a good social app. That's a fair point. But even but even China has gotten into sort of more like free markets. Yeah, they are. But like they can. It's so funny, man. They, but it's control. China has figured out that like at some point in time, China figured out, listen, I, I don't want to go on an arms race with the U.S. or whoever else. And they're probably at the point now where they where they, I'm sure they could, you know, match us uh, blow for blow or like a military prowess on a physical standpoint. But they figured out that if we control the dollar, we control everything. So China controls all the major ports in the world. They've started buying land and islands and all the like, I think they own the Panama Canal. I think they like China and they invest heavily in those places because it gives them obviously leverage and power. Um Dude, even our movies. Look, look at Hollywood. You notice now all the 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 Chinese symbols and the you know like, the, you notice that everybody's throwing in like a Chinese uh, uh, actor in there because they're trying to cater to that crowd. You saw the shit with John Cena a couple of months yeah, ago. Yeah, what did he apologize? What did he say? Because he referenced Taiwan as a country, and that oh, shit that's is. What it was. That's just ignorant, dude. He it is. But who gives a shit, bro? And he's apologizing, and then you, and, in Mandarin. Man. I was like, what the? Let me fuck? tell you something. <laughs> or Cantonese, whatever the fuck he was. When talking, I was I growing know. up. I thought it was a country too because everything that I own, all the toys said made in Taiwan. No. Shit now that says made in Taiwan. Honestly, bro, I feel like that was like, I'm sorry, that's how we refer to them in America. <laughs> that should have been the apology, bro. Like, but no, no, because they control the, dollar, the right. dollar, bro. It's like someone like John Cena is like, oh, fuck, I, I got more movies coming out. I need the Chinese market. They're the right. bulk Ten. of it because they're just sheer numbers, right? They have too many people. So. They're going to control the world economy at some point or another. There's no getting away from that. Like the more we become reliant on them, mm-hmm. they're fucked. We get everything from them. Yeah. So we're going to be fucked. And and they're going to do it literally on a, like, a, they they played the long game. 
And they just started making us reliant on them from a monetary perspective. That's why now when they're doing all kinds of crazy shit and they got concentration camps, we're like, yeah, we'll know nothing about that over here. But you see these people in Afghanistan? <laughs> like, <laughs> ah, never mind. We're going to pull out of that too. <laughs> and didn't they just recently, uh, China let their folks um, have more than one kid? They bumped it up to two, I think. I think they think. bumped it up to two and then there was something else. It was like, uh, uh, God, I can't remember. There was another weird thing with the kids. Oh, you know what it was? It's because their population is decreasing. Right. So they bumped it up to two kids. Yeah. But they have over a billion people. Yeah, not enough. I think, I think they... Uh, but but I I would imagine that I would imagine that 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 the uh, if you think that the future economy obviously is is dependent on number of people and you're trying to grow the economy and you see a decline in births, then that's what you're worried about. That's right? happening everywhere though. Like here, yeah, here too. Here yep. is massive decline, uh, dude. I think here also the first time in a long time where life expectancy dropped in the last year. So the life expectancy dropped. Really? Yeah, the um, the population is on a decline. The outlook for population is on a decline because this new generation is like, kids, fuck that. Like, I can't even afford to, like, take care of myself, let alone, um, you know, whatever, take care of another human. Or they just realize, like, meh, I'll have them later in life or whatever it is. So it's not like before where you had, you know, a, a stay-at-home mom or family shows have like six kids because you know what i like uh, now it's like you get one maybe two and people are like all right cool i'm good with that and then they just yeah i don't know man it's it's a weird 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 time but i saw that shit and i'm just like wow man what what distinguishes an addiction from from success <laughs> from a success and it's like it's the dollar right it's, it's the dollar it's the win streak man uh shit is no that's great wild man yo speaking of win streaks <laughs> Jake Paul. Oh, yeah, let's, get, let's get into that, boy. 4-0. 4-0, and he's going to retire at 4-0, right? You seen that? Yeah, well, I did. Yeah, but okay, so did you, I don't know if you saw. So I, so I did. I got the thing. I, yeah. paid, I paid for it, people. I did not steal it on the internet. <laughs> um, first of all, the, the, the fight card was good, and it was filled with people that I didn't know. Okay. So um, two of the folks that that had really amazing fights was Montana Love okay. a, a guy from from Cleveland so Jake Paul is also from Cleveland and he lives in Puerto Rico now I don't know if it's full time or part time yeah, him and Logan live it's a tax thing yeah they live in okay. Puerto Rico yeah so 6 months oh, perfect <laughs> so they so they live there and so he used this opportunity to showcase, so so he did it in Cleveland. He did it in the in the what, what's, his, what's where the, the Cavs play. Yeah, the, oh, uh, cool. is it Rocket Mortgage? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. Quicken Loans Arena. Quicken, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, think, I think Quicken Loans is in, is in Detroit. Yeah, you might be right. Yeah. I think it's like Rocket You're right. Mortgage. It is quick. Yeah, but anyway, so he does it there. He showcases Montana Love, who is from Cleveland. Oh, cool. He showcases uh, what is her name? Um, Amanda Serrano. That's a Puerto Rican chick. Yes. Right? Yeah. Dude, she is. I've never seen her fight before, bro. She's 41, 1, and 1. Oh, damn. With 30 KOs. Oh, that's impressive. Dude, she's one. So she has a record. She's she um she's one. She's the only woman to win titles in seven weight classes. Dude, so she's an and, and and dude, like technically, so like and I bought this thing. Obviously, for, for the Jake Paul Woolley, I definitely wanted to of see course. the fight, yeah. but I'm not expecting much from that fight. Um, so they started out the the card with um, Tyson Fury's brother. I think oh his name is yeah, Tommy. I heard about that. Yeah. Um, he, but he was fighting like a like an MMA guy who was the first time fight, first time boxing. Um, it went the distance, which I think was only like four rounds. 
Um, he ended up winning. So that one, that one was kind of boring. But then the, the next one was the Montana Love one. He fought shit, man. Look it up. He, he fought this, this Russian cat. He, he knocked him out, right? Yeah. Well, no, he didn't. He didn't. He knocked him down. Somebody get dropped. No, he knocked him down. Ivan Baranchink. Baranchink. Yep. So, which that dude came out and was. And he's a strong cat. He was swinging for the fence. Oh, he dropped him. That's what it was. He dropped him once. I remember the knockout. Look, it looked like it was over when I saw the highlight of it. No, the dude so got up. The dude got up. He got up. He went, he went back to the corner. And Ivan's previous fight, and I can't remember who he fought, but was a, was a classic where they had like you know like five knockdowns between the two of them against each other um but anyway this guy gets knocked down um and essentially doesn't come out of his corner because the bell rings saved by the bell he goes to the corner the corner's like enough it's enough um but oh. seriously but 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 really entertaining fights if you get a chance to see it and then amanda serrano comes on fights this this uh this girl that's, that's a mexican and you know the mexican man they be taking them that Taking that hot sauce. And never say die, bro. And, bro, she, this Amanda was was working the body hard, man. Hitting her with a hard shot. She would not go down. But Amanda dominated the fight. You know, ended up winning that fight. And then the Jake Paul fight. So that, which wasn't great, but I wasn't expecting great. Bro, I think the most impressive thing you just said is that you watched 10 rounds of women's boxing. <laughs> 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 It did go the distance. <laughs> I was trying to figure this. I'm like, wow, that's that's commitment, bro. You don't like you don't watch like Clar- Clarissa Shields. She's entertaining. I'm, I'm not bro. going out of my way. I, I do like the MMA, like the UFC oh, girl. Yeah, absolutely. I do go out of my way to watch that. You know, we've ordered pay per views where it's, mm-hmm. it's Amanda Nunez and stuff like that. I don't think there's no one in boxing on the women's side yet that's grabbed my attention. That I'm like, because normally when you get a dominant person like a Clarissa Shields, it's like it's it's not even fair, bro. Like it's it's so she she overpowers them so much where yeah. you're just like. Uh, no, but this girl is something. If you see her come up, Amanda Serrano, she's from Brooklyn, but she's Puerto Rican. Um, Jake Paul was saying that that he was training with her like in Puerto Rico. Oh, that's cool. And and, and he was like, "Yo, like, the, to see this girl train and how she moves and 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 her skill set is was incredible." Dude, uh, and uh, I was bummed out. I missed the card, man. I want to see it, and I know there was a lot of knock on it online because people are gonna hate, man. Um, bro, and and I saw this on a lot of podcasts and a lot of sports shows this week. Jake Paul's the biggest draw in boxing right now. Has to be. It's fucked up. You're probably right. I think he is, bro. Dude, think about you're a good, a great example of this. Have your kids ever wanted to watch a boxing pay per view? Never. And it was hard. It was a hard time keeping them awake because you know they get up, they get up really early to go to school. Go to school. It was really hard to keep them awake to see that fight. To see the Jake, and it wouldn't have matter who Jake was fighting. Like I know no. people are like, oh, the Woodley, and they didn't no, do a they good job of building up this fight at the end. The last two or three days, they they went all out and and build up some like, uh, 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 some some clout and had the the arguments at the weigh in and yada yada. I'm like, okay, I think that was a good way to sell the fight. I don't think it mattered who Jake's fighting, dude. Jake Jake is a draw to this generation all on his own, yeah. and he commands pay per view buys, man. Like I. I, I saw this everywhere, and there's so many people hating on him, and like people on Twitter who were like, like the night of the fight, I was trying to keep up with the results to see what was going on, like through through Twitter, and I remember like, and people were just talking so much shit, and it's so funny because all of them were like, well, Jake's dominating this fight, but it's so boring, you know, and and it, like, it, this it, is an it embarrassment for boxing, and this this and that, and I was just like, yeah, this kid's the biggest draw in boxing right now, because if not him, then who? And I know people kept pointing out Canelo. What was the last Canelo pay per view you watched? That's a good question. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. That was the point. Like uh, Triple G. Yeah, Triple G. So Canelo is not a draw by himself. 
where Floyd was, dude. We watched every Floyd fight. We knew no he was going to dominate, right? And we watched Manny Pacquiao, right? I ordered Manny Pacquiao fully expecting him to beat this guy, probably because I didn't really like do the homework on 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 the guy he was fighting or, or hadn't really considered it. But the guy's a nobody, right? And in terms of box office draw, right? I understand that the guy he fought is a welterweight champ, whatever. But yeah, no, he's good. Manny Pacquiao's a pay per view draw. I'm, right. I'm ordering it because of Manny Pacquiao. Manny Pacquiao, I presume, is going to retire or maybe does one more fight with either uh, uh, Terrence Crawford and uh, or uh, uh, the Spence fight, and then just wa- you know walks off to the sunset. No one's left in boxing that's that big, dude. Uh, Canelo can do it by what appears to be his moving up in weight to light heavy now, and maybe you know if he gets. Yeah, but you know point, what? Like I don't know anyone, and who's in light heavy? None. I don't know anybody, dude. So let's, I'm Canelo not, went up to heavyweights, and he's fighting Anthony Joshua or Wilder or Fury, which I, I think he's too small. I don't he's think he could ever. Though. He could never make that. He, even if he made the weight, his his power and the speed and all that wouldn't translate. He just no. wouldn't work out. But. He, he, there's no one else in that division that's a draw like him. Like Triple G, if you fought Triple G, okay, I'd order that. Like again, but other than that, there isn't a single fight out there for Canelo unless he goes down in weight. Down in weight, he's this. He has to go down. Yep. And even then, you go. He has to go down, and he has to fight like Earl Spence. And that's like the one where you go, okay, that'll, or, that'll or sell. Or Terrence Crawford. Or Terrence Crawford. But dude, I'm like Jake Paul's the biggest draw in boxing. I got and people are like livid in their fight, but I'm like it's fucking true, dude. Like because Jake Paul is selling to casuals, he's selling to to the YouTube crowd who has zero interest in boxing. He's selling to boxing fans because they want to see him get dropped. Yep. He's like he's the biggest draw in boxing. Like the fact that he said he's gonna retire and stuff. I wonder if it's a play for more money or if he went. Yo, I went the distance for the first time. That shit's fucking hard. And, like, when you're not dropping dudes with one punch, this shit's, like, difficult. <laughs> you know what right. I mean? I wonder if you well, lose I mean, the all romanticism his, you have, right? Nah, maybe. I mean, all of his fights have ended in the first two rounds, First right? two rounds, yeah. He's yeah. knocking everybody out. So this is when he went eight rounds, and, and, and Woodley hit him with a few hard shots, bro, that, that wobbled him. One of them sent him into, like, sort of um, under the top rope, and the ropes was, was, was what held him up. Held him up. And so, but they didn't rule it a knockdown. He still would have... He still would have uh, won the fight because he was just a busier guy. So far, if, ahead. Ty- if Tyron Woodley would have just been busier, he would have won. He would have won. And I was, I, I, I thought he was gonna starch Tyron Woodley, dude. I yeah, thought, it, I thought it was gonna be done in one or two, dude. He hit. So him, I gotta give Woodley. Credit. He hit him with some shots that that I was like, ooh, that was hard, and they didn't. Phase I did see the Woodley wobble at all. I did see the one wobble where he from hit Woodley? Woodley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He go, I, go back. I must uh, missed that. I'll find it. it. It was on. It was on Twitter that night. He hit. He hit him over the head, and and Woodley kind of does the buckle and holds onto him in the corner, mm. and then goes back. But it's a really quick like hits him and Woodley grabs him real quick. So this is a one like. The one buckle, but I wonder if even like to your point where he took those shots where he goes, ooh, that, I can't take too many of those. Like I made a lot of money doing this. Like I'm right, yeah, this is not this is not fun anymore. Good. Yeah, I'm not doing it on Tyron <laughs> Woolley because I think if Conor McGregor came out and said, "Yeah, I'll do it," I think you absolutely come out for that. I'll go get starched by Conor McGregor for one round for but 50 you mil or whatever. But and you're not. He'll knock out. Conor He'll McGregor. knock out Conor McGregor, bro. He's so much bigger than Conor McGregor. He's gonna wax Conor McGregor, bro. Like I honestly think. I I mean it looked like and Woodley probably learned enough from this that he Woodley would win a rematch I guess if they did it I don't think he gives Woodley the rematch I, think I don't he, think so either I think he said the tattoo shit thinking fully that Woodley was gonna back did, out I was gonna say did you I see did that I did see the shit yeah <laughs> I, guess, I guess filling people yeah so so you didn't see it um, after the fight he sort of mentions like ah you know what I've been doing nothing but this boxing thing for like eighteen months I'm gonna give it a break right and then Woodley goes no man like let's run this shit back. Like I like like basically like I won this fight, 
So they gave it to you, so let's run it back. And then he goes, get the tattoo on your body that says, I love Jake Paul, and we'll run it back. And he shook on it in the ring. And, and it was like, bro, don't go nowhere. We got the tattoo artist here. <laughs> Dude, and if you're Woodley, like, fuck it, I'll get that shit changed. I got to get tattooed what? To go make, I, I don't know what Woodley's, what was Woodley's purse for this, man? They, they Largest they, payday of his career. For him, I right? I would imagine so. Yeah. And then what, a, what a shame, right? Because that guy's a Hall of Famer in the MMA. Dude. He he uh yeah he's a Hall of Famer dude first ballot Hall of Famer yeah. one of the greatest welterweights of all time, and he bro he's bro Woodley and Paul both earning two million for the fight that is that is gonna be I, I don't know how much Woodley made per fight but that is I, I guarantee you that's well above one of the things I did see man that I thought was great that uh Jake Paul wanted was um and I guess he didn't want he didn't want this to be public but he really wanted to get the the people paid on the. On the undercards. Oh, really? Like, whatever the money... They didn't get paid a lot, but, like, Amanda Serrano made 75 k That's probably a lot for a women's boxing match. Is it really? Yeah, man? dude. Because, dude, I, I didn't know, but I was listening to a, a podcast this week with Brandon Schaub. Dude, Brandon Schaub said the most he ever made from a fight was, like, 15 grand or 30 or something like that. Brandon Schaub was, uh, like, top 10 uh, fighter in UFC. So, 75 k wow. is a lot. Daniel Dubois made 100 k Oh, that was the other fight. So, that was... So, he's a heavyweight guy. So he had a he had a fight. I don't know, I remember who he fought, but that fight was entertaining as well. Joe Cosumano, who made one eleven, Montana Love got sixty k. The other dude got sixty k. Tommy Fury got fifteen k, and Anthony Taylor got forty k to 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 lose to him, dude. But Woodley and Jake each got two mil, and I'm sure Jake gets a um gets box office. But I guarantee you, for Woodley, man, I'm, I'm gonna see Woodley's largest. Let's see Woodley's largest uh, purse. I bet you that's it. Has to be. No, that's definitely it, bro. He's not it making two million. Bro, the UFC is notorious for not paying people. So I bet you. Oh, actually, look. Woodley's expected to bank a minimum of 500K. That would tie Woodley's highest earning base salary while in the UFC. So the most he ever made base in UFC was 500K. So And, then, and I know UFC does uh, if you get fight, fight of the night, you yeah. get a bonus. So sometimes you could double that. Or knockout of the night or whatever, right? Still, incentives. Man. Still, talking about a guy who's, like you said, a Hall of Famer, first ballot, one of the greatest welterweights of all time in the UFC, $500,000. He goes to boxing, trains for a month, gets two mil <laughs> because he's fighting Jake Paul. I mean, that's that's what Jake Paul did. That was the Jake Paul effect. And I'm sure Jake Paul gets um, back-end purse on this, so he's probably going to end up making like 10 Dude, it, it, Like you said, out of, out of the entire card, unfortunately, for, unfortunately for boxing, he's the draw. He's the biggest draw in boxing right now, bro. Biggest draw in boxing, and he could fight anybody. It's nuts. He can't fight a real boxer because he's gonna get smoked. Of course, but he can keep doing this for a long time. Keep picking celebrities, bro. Build up the hype, and the YouTube crowd's gonna watch, bro. Or like, the or do you go? I'll fight a real boxer, but he needs to be like four weight classes below me. <laughs> yeah, like Floyd. <laughs> like Floyd. That's a, like a welterweight. Floyd wouldn't take like that a, like fight. a like a welterweight. Um, you know, like 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 a welterweight boxing welterweight. Boxing welterweight. Would you take Canelo for him? I think, no, because I think Canelo, Canelo smoke him. Yeah, no, no. Canelo will come out and he'll be weighing one ninety. Oh yeah, he'll come. <laughs> he'll come in just all burritoed up, just <laughs> all the all the, all the Mexican steak <laughs> with the Mexican with the special Mexican sauce and those things. Boy, he's gonna. Yeah, I, but yeah, you don't you don't fight a real fighter because you get hurt, and you, yeah, so you know what, man, I gotta give that kid credit, bro. He's definitely leaving his mark behind, man, because like you, you, you're you're a kid from Cleveland, Ohio, and you and your brother have managed to build this ridiculous following, 
building content. You know, Jake's known as a troll, but I go, the kid's not stupid. He knows what he's doing. He's yeah. a troll, and he used it to his advantage, man. Dude, so, it's all so about shout out to that bro. kid, man. It is, bro. It's, it, it's, it's, that's the currency of today, right? The clout is, is uh, unfortunately, the attention is the, it leads to the real currency, but that's right. the currency. And, dude, he took advantage of it, man. Like, you can't be mad. Like, he did four fights that probably set him up forever. Yeah, like, like you yeah. said, he could stop fighting could forever, stop. and he's yeah. fine. And he's fine, and he's fine, and he's going to keep making YouTube videos, and he's probably going to keep making, you know, a mil a month or two mil a month, or whatever, just making YouTube videos. Like, you can't be mad at this kid, man. Like, the, I go, he's telling, and, you know, I, I like the fact that I watched a lot of the, the post-fight stuff, and the kid was so humble. He, like, you know, showing him tweets from, like, LeBron, and he's, like, freaking out and crying. He's just like, bro. Oh, like, I missed that. That's dude, that. he's like, LeBron, you know, said something about him, uh, you know, Cleveland, you know, stand-up kind of thing, whatever, and he goes, like, bro, I used to come to this arena to watch LeBron, this is nuts that this dude's even mentioning me. Like, right. like you know, like he showed humility, I think, in that moment. He wasn't like, yo, fuck you, LeBron. You know, like he was like, yo, LeBron hit me up. Like, we're both from here. Like, I would love to do some. I saw a video of them backstage with Chappelle and even Dave Chappelle, bro, right, who's from Ohio. He's there. He goes, like, I want free tickets to the to the to your fights forever or some shit like that. Like, <laughs> it's Dave Chappelle, bro, one of the greatest comedians of all time. He's like, like, that has to feel so cool if you're this kid. And I think he, as much as he talks shit and he likes to troll people, like you saw the humility in those moments where I went, he understands the game. He understands uh like Yo, I gotta talk shit. I gotta sell this. I gotta yep. whatever. But he wasn't above being like, "Wow, this is nuts." Yeah, being in the moment, bro. Being in the moment, dude. I even saw like Logan. It was cool, man. I um, I follow Logan on, on like IG and Twitter stuff, and I even saw Logan posting like whether it's a pictures or videos and stuff ringside and, and stuff after the fact. And you're just like, just to see him and the way he reacts about his brother, you're like, that's so fucking cool, bro. Like, how can you not like that, dude? Like, yeah. it's so hard. Yeah. He was um, he, he was doing, so they had like two sets of announcers. One of them was from like Barstool Sports. <laughs> oh, that's cool. And, right? And then there was the other guys who were sort of like the Showtime guys. And he was on with the Showtime guys. And just before uh, Jake was going to come in, uh, he was like, all right, guys, I got to go. And they're like, oh, you got to go? And he's like, yeah, I'm going, I, I got to walk with him in. Like I'm gonna that's walk, cool, you know? bro. Like that's and so it was awesome, man. It's just, it's just like I said to see and both of those guys when they when they talk. Um, other than when it's sort of trash talking to hype the fight, um, you can tell, man. Like they're they're really enjoying the moment. Oh, absolutely, bro, man. So shout out to those guys, man. That was cool. I, I thought that shit was awesome, man. Um, yeah, you seen <laughs> speaking of like televised sports? <laughs> you seen that high school team that? Uh, I, I saw, this is I a weird a story, man. This so this is a, a IMG Academy, which is from Florida. I mean, if you ever, IMG oh, they Academy. are from Florida. So IMG Academy is from Florida. IMG Academy is no, it's a sports school. It's a prep school. You only go to IMG because you're good at football or basketball. Where they're okay. great at fucking everything, and a lot of these kids go from there to Division One programs uh, across football. So this is a private school. Yes, and then they faced a team from I think it's Ohio. Yeah, it's an Ohio high school. Ohio. Yeah, named uh, something Sycamore. Sycamore uh, or Bishop Sycamore High School, bro. IMG Academy won fifty-eight to nothing. This shit got so bad that during the game, did you watch it? Here, no, no, no. But I saw clips of because they're playing clips of announcers. Like announcers are literally showing their concern for the safety of the other kids. This is how bad it was. Damn. The announcers are literally like, someone should step into this. Like almost like a mercy rule type thing. Like how do you throw in a tower, a TKO rule, something like? They're like. I'm worried about these kids, like multiple times. So like that shit was going viral then afterwards, like all these announcers going, man, these kids are getting smoked. Like this is bad. They're running these kids over. They're tackling them. It looks like they're dead. Like to come to find out Bishop Sycamore isn't a real school. (laughs) (laughs) 
Bishop Sycamore, bro. It's not a real school, bro. It's basically like an online made-up school. If you if you if you Google it, it shows you like a fucking plaza with an office, like on Google Earth. Like, a- bro, they do like this whole online like program. Joe's Fish Factory. Dude, yeah, that's basically <laughs> what it is. And the way they do these All games. All the fucking churches that be in the little strip malls. Yep. It's like, like the little, that? like, <laughs> Salon de Libertad, whatever the fuck, they're in the little Spanish church. <laughs> they got, like, 12 patrons that go in that bitch. <laughs> oh, shit, bro. Dude, it's 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 so, like, I, I saw this, I'm like, this is a fucking movie, bro. Like, they... It's an online school. Okay. They faked everything on the... So, and listen, shame on the company that vets these. So, I guess there's this, like, third-party company that vets these teams and then brings them in, like, hey, ESPN, this is who you should showcase on ESPN. And normally it goes how by, like... How they even get to play? Bro, they, they, they lied. The schedule? They lied about how many Division One recruits they had. I guess they just set a number and people were like, all right, cool. Nobody bothered to verify. Right. They did the same thing last year and nobody caught on to it, bro. They they did the same thing last year and they're like, oh, we were on last year. And I guess they had done okay or maybe they got smoked by a good school. So it was like, oh, it was a good school. We got X amount of number one recruits. Um, <laughs> bro, not only this, it gets fucking better, bro. They played Saturday or Sunday, I think, on ESPN. I think it might have been Sunday. They had a game Friday night against a normal local oh, high school. Oh, no. Yeah, bro. So they played two games. In a span of three days, one against arguably the best school or one of the top five schools in the country. country, And and all because they just made up, like, lied on application, basically. (laughs) And no one did their homework to bother going fucking, like, yo, does anybody look? Have you seen a school play any video? Nothing, bro. And and it was, like, basically putting up an NFL team against, like, a Pop Warner, (laughs) like, high school Bro, it was I kind of want to see the game. Man. It was bad, bro. I didn't see the game, obviously, but I saw the highlights that were yeah. showing. And when the announcers are, are literally the announcers are concerned for the safety of the kids on the team that's getting smoked. So the guys are just getting blasted, bro. Fifty-eight to nothing, bro. And the it was like they couldn't even move the ball. Shit was crazy, bro. It was like it was abusive. <laughs> I wanted to call the police just on the highlights. <laughs> but the fact that you're able to scam this they fired the coach today by oh they did <laughs> like how you fired a coach from a fake school <laughs> or an I online say, man he brought your school notoriety yeah right? what are you upset about i think i i would think that the only thing that you could possibly ding them on is the letting these kids play twice in three days right there's a reason why football's weekly so i, I guess you could go hey you put our kids safety in jeopardy but the fact that you're on ESPN and you lied your way under there, that shit is kind of dope. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you should give that guy a raise. Like you said, there's going to be notoriety. And if you're and if your school is contingent or, or, or the success of the school is contingent on enrollment, fuck it. Who didn't know the school existed? Who now knows the school exists? It's like bro. playing football for DeVry. <laughs> <laughs> you got the programming majors. <laughs> <laughs> Your quarterback is like cybersecurity expert. Look in front of Rye, bro. <laughs> oh, dude, that shit was so crazy. I watched that. I was like, yo, this is wild. This, you can't. It's a movie. It's a movie. I don't even know how to explain. I got to tell you some other wild shit, man. So this 43-year-old dude sued his parents. But this is this is great. Oh, boy. He, so he sued his parents. He won for getting rid of his porn collection. <laughs> <laughs> it 
was it DVD VHS? <laughs> I feel like this needs to add context to it. Well, I don't know. It was thirty G's worth. Thirty thousand? What the? So okay, so the, so the story is magazines and movies. Magazines, movies, but don't know. Toys. It, uh, it has to be other things. It has to be. It has to be like a expensive blow up doll in there or something. What, what are those be, like bro. real? Them, those, fleshlights. Yeah. <laughs> what are they called? The fleshlight, bro. You ever seen the fleshlight? It's no. like jerk off. It's a. Uh, uh, it looks like a flashlight, oddly enough, uh, and you cover it your penis with it, and it looks like a fake vagina, and you use it to jack off. Yeah. It's called a fleshlight. Yeah, look it up. Don't do it on <laughs> a work afraid. computer. I'm afraid. Don't do it on a work computer. <laughs> do it on your phone. Put his flesh. <laughs> nah, man, it'll follow me forever. It'll follow you forever, bro. Next thing you know, your fucking Alexa is going to be that'll asking be, you what. Yep. <laughs> oh, they'll be fucking looking up the AI technology and see my face, <laughs> and then that shit will just come up. <laughs> the flashlight will come up. They'll be like, ooh, that's not facial recognition. Bro, I don't know why, but that shit reminded me. One time I kept getting emails to like get a dildo made out of my penis mold. What? I don't know why, bro, but I must have Googled some shit like this. <laughs> or my wife Googled some shit, because my wife fucks with my computer all the time. On my work computer, she'll Google nasty shit just to like, so that it shows up when I least expect yeah. that kind of thing. And yeah, there was a time there where I would get emails and it would be like, get a mold, a, a, a dildo mold made out of your real penis. And it would send you a kit. Yeah. That's what the advertisement was for to order the kit. And I was like, I should do that shit as a joke to somebody. <laughs> Give it as a gift, <laughs> as an anniversary <laughs> present. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but you know why I feel so good, right? <laughs> You're like, damn it. That's the- I just missed my anniversary, <laughs> too. <laughs> Follow up Christmas. I got you. <laughs> so, no, man. So, this dude, this dude got a divorce from his wife. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> he got a divorce from his wife, moves in with his parents in Michigan. I thought it was a teen, bro. No, the dude's 43. <laughs> It makes it better. <laughs> so he moves in with his parents for a little while until he kind of like gets some money and then he moves out. But when he moves out, he gets to his new place. He realizes, oh shit, my stuff is missing. So he hits up his parents. His father sends him an email. And I quote, <laughs> he goes, we did you a big favor getting rid of all this stuff. <laughs> So, so the dad basically admits to getting rid of it. This guy hires a friggin' attorney, sues his parents. The judge made him pay over thirty thousand, thirty thousand four hundred forty-one dollars. Oh, they ruled in his favor. Oh yeah, he freaking won, bro. And the parents also had to pay his attorneys fourteen thousand five hundred dollars. Holy shit! For porn bro wow bro i guess listen going back to what we were talking about before what makes this an addiction versus uh, <laughs> he's just an expert at <laughs> he does research he does research maybe he's making money off this i guess that's what will distinguish the difference between when i read the article they were just like and then, then they wow. go when the guy got a divorce i was like well yeah if you got 30 g's worth of porn man that's probably not gonna go over too well in your house holy shit i'm gonna um i'm gonna have to look into this bro when i was a child a teen my mom threw away all my game pros and I was livid. Game Pro was this gaming magazine back in the day. Oh, okay. Yeah, and yeah, for yeah. years, I subscribed to this shit. And I carried them from Jersey to here. And I had every single year for like six, seven years straight, bro, of Game Informers. And I thought, these things are going to be worth something one day, for sure. And I kept them in like immaculate condition. Oh, that's I wasn't cool. home one day. My mom cleaned out my room. She tossed all of oh, my Game Pros, bro. Probably a porn or two in there, too. But still, <laughs> it was about the Game Pro. <laughs> 
Give me the name of that lawyer. <laughs> I want my Gabriel's back. I got, I got one up on you, man. <laughs> my mother. Every time I think about it, it makes me cry. <laughs> you want to skip? Do you want to skip? You good? When she, when, when I went to the Marine Corps, well, she did it when I was gone. I go to the Marine Corps. She donates all my vinyl to the church so they could sell it. And I'm imagining you don't have vinyl that's church appropriate. (laughs) (laughs) No, you know what, man? I had a bunch of like freestyle music and I had some like 80s rock music and like nothing crazy. A couple hip hop joints in there, man. But still, just like things that I would have loved to have. Like after the fact, yeah, but when I came home one time, and never even told me either, bro. Just, I came home one time and I was like, Where, um, "Where's the stash of of records? Like I see your stuff in here. Where's mine?" She's like, "Oh yeah, I donated to the church. They needed money, so they were gonna do like a like they were asking for donations, yard sale, so they could do like a yard sale. So all my shit for, uh, from the years, bro, got sold to." To somebody, yes, party maybe, for like, maybe we can get a little two for one offer from this lawyer guy to see if he'll hook it up on the fee. <laughs> I'm with you. I want my game pros. We want our vibe. We coming for everything. <laughs> coming for the whole nine. <laughs> oh shit, bro, that's so crazy, dude. Are you paying? Yo, are you paying attention at all to this Drake Kanye thing? No, I, well, I know Kanye got a new album out, right? Yeah, have you heard it? No. Uh, I don't know, man. I'm like three, four songs in. I could probably do without it, listening it, it, to the rest it, it, of it. Donda? Donda. And the first song just goes Donda, 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 It's genius. That's the intro, yeah. And then people are like, oh my God, Kanye. It's like Versace. Is anybody falling off talent-wise harder than Kanye? Jesus Christ, bro. Like, Yeah, I haven't heard it, man. I got to listen to it. I report back. I got to give the rest of it a chance, I guess. But yeah, I'm four songs in and I'm kind of like, eh. The production in it is great, as you would expect from a Kanye thing. Yep. Lyrically, it's trash. the The features so far are okay. Like the people who's on it too. I've heard Jay on it so far. Uh, Cuddy's on it. Uh, the Weekends on it. Um, I think he's got Travis Scott on it. He's got he's got like a lot of people on. I think Pusha's on it. There's there's a the baby if his track makes it on. But there was a whole controversy with <clears throat> him and Universal because they think he didn't release or they released it without his permission. I, I don't even know if that's true, but. Yeah, dude. So him and then Drake's coming out this week. Oh, okay. I think Drake's going to murder as far as first week sales and yada, yada, and actual, like, the Drake's shit's going to slap. You know it. Like, I don't even, Drake's going to. Yeah, it'll be good. Bro, and it got, dude, Drake, last 10 years, argue greatest run in hip hop. He's number one in hip hop last 10 years. If you're going to go this era, right, I guess you got to call it his era. He's the greatest rapper of his era. Has to be. If you if you're going by sales, yeah, yeah, I think if you I mean you have to go by sales, yeah, you have to go by sales, but I think you just have to go on pure like, just who dropped an album in the last decade that you were like that shit's gonna slap, like no matter what, and Drake, bro, Rick Ross, (laughs) I guess let's go Rose, I guess Ross is in Drake's era, yeah. Yeah, I like so you figure it's Ross, it's it's J. Cole, it's Kendrick, right? It's I think Kanye's in the era before. I would put Kanye in the era before. I would put Jay like two eras before. But I like in Drake's like graduating class, if you will, of hip hop artists, bro, he's he's gotta be the greatest rapper of his generation, dude. And yeah, I, I would, bet you this I, I album so. ends up and the thing with him is like he's not getting worse. Like uh, yeah, I, I've never seen anything like You know what's funny, man, is that so my kids so we'll say Gen Z. They know who Drake is, but not big fan. Not, not, not big fan. Because for them, all, it's right? who? The baby? 
Lil Baby. L- yeah, guys like that. L- guys like that. Yeah, all the mumble rappers. Like, like, like all the. Well, actually, the baby doesn't mumble rap. He's, no, he, he doesn't. Actually, you can actually understand what he says. But, like, it's a trap. I guess the, the new era is kind of the trap rap. And then, like, yeah, like, I could see that. I could see that. Drake, Drake yeah, is. You know, guys like be... Polo G, Blueface. Oh, yeah. Trippy um, Red. Yeah, that's what I say. Those are all the guys that that I that I hear them Ski talking mask, about. Ski mask, the slump dog, or whatever the fuck this is. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. That's their. That's and it's guy. funny because on the radio, right? Like if if Drake ever drops anything new, that's always on the radio. And the yeah. guys they listen to are not on the radio, but they're not radio. Guys. SoundCloud rappers, bro. Yeah, yeah, they're not radio guys, not man. Radio. So. And then who listens to radio anymore? Exactly, they do because it's forcing them on the drive to school. Oh yeah, true. But you that's just it. Feel like morning radio or whatever. Yep. But yeah, but yeah, no, like my kids, like my daughter has a bunch of songs that she's like knows about. I'm like, where the hell did you hear that? And it'll be just be like whatever through YouTube or you know the SoundCloud rappers are like the thing right now. Although man, it's it's so dope. My my daughter's into like the the rock right now. She likes oh, really? like the alternative like, rock and okay. stuff. I put her onto Lincoln Park, and she was like, whoa, she's like listening to. Us. So I was I was, Dude, I was a proud Park dad so moment. Good, oh bro. my god, bro! Even I forget like how much it. I was I was my favorite band of all time, and I'm playing her like all the Lincoln Park jams, and she's like, yo, this is awesome. Who are these guys? And she's like downloading tracks, and then I put her on to um, Paramore. Oh yeah, people yeah. too. Because I'm like, oh, you'd like the lead singer and yada yada yada. And now she's like all in on that. She's like, I put my friend on to Paramore, but it's like cool to see the. Hey, you know, make sure they're, you feel old. They're but still also, doing stuff, right? They are, but you know, they're like, you know, ten plus years in the game. I think Paramore is like, you know, More, bro. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like you figure they're yeah, they're not like. Uh, like this generation's right, right? Like this generation is listening to Olivia Rodrigo, and no, you figure they were they were kind of <clears throat> they were kind of coming out like sort of like coming out party party what oh eight oh nine yeah yeah so a little more than ten years man so th- those guys were um but yeah and then Lincoln Park isn't they're twenty years twenty twenty one yeah years, no, that was like late late nineties yeah dude late nineties early two thousands so they're like yeah so she, you know I put on some of that she would have never heard it and and it's cool because like you forget how many of their songs are just super popular because of movies or whatever that they're like oh that's the Transformers song or oh, oh that's, the, that's right so she recognized some of those but it was kind of cool to see her like this is awesome who was that and then she's like added them to her Spotify playlist and stuff you know but I was like damn it made me feel kind of old that she's going like who are these guys you know? <laughs> Lincoln who? Lincoln who? Yeah, and I'm just like, oh my god, what? And then and then come the questions like, Dad, did you know that guy's dad? And I'm like, uh, yeah, did yeah, know that guy? Yeah, because of course they go down the online rabbit too, hole, man. man. Yeah, yeah, dude, I was like, well, I was heartbroken about that one, man. Yeah, and then that was I remember talking to my kids about that, um, and, and and just going, yo, man, you know, you guys see people like him that are sort of rich and famous, and you just think that they got it made, and it's like, man, everybody goes through a lot of the same shit, man. We all got problems and 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 worries and you know some of us have depression and it's just it doesn't discriminate you know it's like there's a lot of people that are in sort of prominent positions or or that are that are just famous um that you think that they just have they have it all and and man it's just like it's all depends on what's going on up here yeah dude you know shit hits everybody bro dude you ever you have you heard a pitchfork they're like they rate the albums for people no Bro, Pitchfork rated Donda like a 6.0, whatever on their scale. I think it's out of 10. Out of 10? Bro, they, they rated Peppa Pig album 6.5. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't Peppa Pig the fucking cartoon? Yeah. <laughs> it said just go listen to Peppa Pig. <laughs> oh, it's so great, bro. How you lose on your rating to Peppa Pig, bro? 
That shit has to be demoralizing, man. But yeah, you seen the uh, the hurricane came through, man. Oh, hurricane shit. Ida ripped through um, ripped through New Orleans, dude. Did you see the the date? Uh, like literally the 16? sixteen years, like to, to the, the day, day, right, bro, of uh. Katrina. So New Orleans, as you all know, if you're not you know living under the rock, watch the news anytime um, in the last week. New Orleans got hit big time with uh, Hurricane Ida. Um, luckily, the levees didn't break. Um, but still experienced major flooding, power outages, and like, and like major power outages. It was showing like catastrophic power outages. Yeah, like yeah. like like these big, um, and I don't even know what you call them. They're not, I guess they're towers, but those big like iron towers that 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 go up probably six seven stories, like those things crumbling, gone. Yeah, and that they would those things were like responsible for giving powers like the whole French Quarter, and like it's just gone. Yeah, they were saying it was catastrophic power outages, and then that like. Yo, we can't even like turn this back on tomorrow. Like, there's no repairing this like right. today kind of thing, and that like even emergency backup things were completely destroyed. Wow. I mean, I guess the only upside to stuff like this, like you said, the levees didn't break. I'm sure the learning experience from Katrina was like, hey, how do we make this better? And I'm sure they'll address something with the power. But damn, man, that city can't take. And you know, I man, we've we've got a love affair with New Orleans. I love that city. Seeing that happen sucked when i was there uh like a month ago uh i went to a katrina museum and i think we talked about this maybe it was off yep. the air where i was like i had to walk out man i was like getting teary-eyed in the museum because they're playing like they're playing news footage they're playing phone calls of people calling like who are trapped in attics who are like yo the water's going up like i'm gonna drown in here like yeah you know, i love you kind of thing like bye like just gut-wrenching stuff man and like when you i think when you when you go there and you meet people and you get kind of entrenched you you get this it, i don't know man for me i find it hard not to love that city and love the people there so then like experiencing that and then experiencing that museum and seeing the katrina stuff kind of like firsthand where, where you get to like almost experience what these people went through through this museum uh, dude i i was like choked up and i was like i told him i was like yeah let's just go and she's like looking at me like and i was like i there's just only so much of this shit i can watch i'm on vacation like i it's just yeah it yeah depressing, ruin man. It, it sucked but uh, yeah I, I love that city man those people are awesome and well some of the footage man showed like you know massive floodings like cars getting cars in like you know the four or five feet of water um what I did see that I thought was cool, man, and I must have been, I was like, man, I wonder if this person that built this house was here for Katrina. I've seen homes built like on stilts. Oh, yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's a very common thing. You go down, really? uh, you go down even in the French Quarter or uh, through the old parts of town, the people who rebuilt their houses, they yeah. put them on stilts or even in the Garden District and stuff. Like a lot of people's houses were demolished when they rebuilt them. They just put them on stilts. Yeah, and they go like, yo, like we're like, it's almost like we're in a bowl. Like the chances of us flooding again exist. Very high. So they do, there's neighborhoods you walk through where the line of water is still visible. Yeah. Yeah, like you can see it. Like and you don't know until like people point it out and you see it and then you're like, Oh shit, that is a line of water. Like you just think oh it's a stain on a building and then like you start to go like, fuck, that same stain is on a few of these in the same exact height. And then you you know, come to find out, you're like, Oh yeah, it's a water line from the water that sat there during That's Katrina. Crazy. Yeah, yeah, man. Like these guys have a and the people there pulled together like uh, they call them the Cajun Navy. The museum did a good job of kind of bringing it out, but it's basically locals with boats. You know, because they have swamps and stuff nearby and all that stuff. But they were saying a lot of the rescues happened through just local folks with boats going, like, setting up search and rescue teams, going door to door on boats, knocking wow. on fucking doors. People are on their roofs. They're jumping down. They're taking them on a boat. They're getting them to, like, an evacuation area. They're riding back out through the neighborhood. Dude, they did this for weeks, dude. That's, pulling, that's awesome. Pulling people out. Yeah, they call them the Cajun Navy, man. So shout out to Cajun Navy, man. That that They're basically like, yo, we don't help each other. Like, 
who's yeah. gonna help us out kind of thing and um you know like a, a lot of the new orleans got a bad rap about the looting and uh and the stuff like at the superdome but like one of the things that becomes super apparent like during the whole um uh uh, uh like the um kind of the display we saw or whatever was that the super bowl the superdome wasn't equipped and there's even like this interview right. pre with the guy on the news going this is gonna get really bad really fast at the superdome because of xyz and he was fucking and he was right spot on dude and you know it was like this is not meant to hold this many people this wasn't built as an evacuation kind of thing this wasn't like something like before the power went out their plumbing couldn't handle the amount of people there so people were just using the restroom in just random rooms on a corner like out, out in the open where they're all just hanging around so the, yeah. the, the, the the remodel for the superdome took a long time and the cleaning and all obviously because there were like literally just piles of crap and pee everywhere <laughs> Nuts, who's, bro. The, who's the guy that does that cleanup yo imagine hire that <laughs> <laughs> we got a job for you but it's out of there now right it's going through mississippi so yeah, I think it's gone to Mississippi already. So I saw that. Um, speaking of Mississippi, man, <laughs> Shaquille Brewster, God bless him, man. MSNBC guy was actually just reporting on the uh, on the storm coming through Mississippi, and um, during during the, the the broadcast, some dude in like a white pickup truck fucking rolls in, gets out of his truck and just comes over. And he's like running towards him and he's yelling at him and the crew, making sure like. You guys are telling this story right. You know, I, I guess he was probably, my, 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 uh, my assumption is he's conservative, probably doesn't like MSNBC because they're, the, uh, they're not cons- a conservative network, right? And, and probably is, is thinks that whatever they feed is lies. So the guy was reporting on the freaking hurricane and he was over there like badgering the guy and the crew like, you better tell this story straight. And he's just uh, so that's uh, so I saw the headline, but I didn't get to see what the argument was about. So he was just like making sure, basically, that they were sell- do that. How? But then at one point, distrusting he, are you about? Uh, yeah, about media in general, and it's just like yo, like who, you know what? Like, like like you said earlier, there's there's media for for one side and media for the other side, and we, you would think like, the weather we, all know we can it. agree on, right? But I guess not. well, we all know it, right? Like, but yeah, we do, right? Yeah, no one goes in. I guess I guess well, we I do guess, watch maybe, Fox maybe, maybe or we don't and you it, do right? go in thinking that's the 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 and all be all but that's that's it right if you, if you believe that your media outlet is the only as a matter of fact I, I know somebody that told me that one time that 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 fox news is the only news that actually tells the truth yeah and I, and I was like wow man like i don't i don't find that to be true like i think that they lean you know kind of far right and i think msnbc leans far left and i don't know who the hell's in the middle yeah, I mean, if like, anyone, if anyone, dude, I don't know anyone, dude. I think it was it here, bro, that during the news broadcast for a storm, that the the newscasters in the canoe and they're like talking about how this is flooded. You know, we had to be in a canoe, and then like in the background, you see two dudes just walking in the waters, barely like past their shin. No, they're just walking <laughs> past them. Oh, it's so fucking good, bro. You gotta look. You gotta look it up on Google. It's like literally, they're like, it's crazy here. The water. We have to be in a canoe to bring you this in the middle of the storm. And literally, two dudes just walk behind them like this. And it's it's the water's high. It's like six yeah. inches or something. It's not high enough for a canoe. Dude. The dudes are literally walking past her. It was so good. I tell you what, there was there was footage of um, like I guess down in the French Quarter of just the winds, right? And then of course there's always somebody outside. <laughs> so there's somebody crossing the street, and 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 I guess the wind is pushing them from the back and sweeps his legs out. Holy and then a little while later, there's another dude like crossing the street with two bicycles. 
And I'm just thinking, he just stole where, are castle, you, <laughs> where are you going, bro? Like, where are you coming from and where are you going? And why couldn't you go before this shit started? Gotta bring the bikes, bro. Maybe he had them tied outside. He wanted to make sure they had the safety. The, the crazy shit is, is that dude that got swept on his feet, you could have just left him there. No one would have known it was because of the storm. <laughs> bro, you go bourbon shoot around the, around the right time. It's people just laying on the floor. Yeah. Yo, I got a picture I'll show you after we get off air of a guy like we were in. Actually, remember the carousel uh, uh, bar we yes, talked about yes, here? Yep. We're sitting near a window right outside of our window, bro. A normal looking dude like us just sits down on a sidewalk and you're like, and you're like, all right, I get it. It's brutally hot. He's probably hammered. Bro, proceeds to take his stuff off, like his backpack, whatever, lays down, bro, and takes a nap right there while we're there. And then gets up later on and just walks off like nothing ever happened. Get out, Slept bro. that shit off and just kept it moving. I was like, shout out to you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I love this town. <laughs> so wild, man. That's dope, man. I know we're getting short on time here. You got anything else? Ah, I got. I think we hit it all, man. I got some shit we could do for next week. Actually, you know what? I, I, I do have one more real quick. Because uh, I saw this story and, and I was like, I, I don't know where I fall on this yet, but it was just compelling to talk about. It was... um. The, have you ever heard of the ethicist? It's this article that the New York Times does. No. So an, an ethicist is basically a, a someone who's like a an expert in ethics. Okay. Right. So the article is called the ethicist. So they have like different stories. Like people write to him and ask him questions, kind of like a "What do you think of blah blah." Anyway, this guy wrote and said, "My stepdad has Alzheimer's. Can my mom date someone else?" Right. And proceeds to tell the story about how uh, the dad is in is in. Um, uh, the stepdad is in ho- not hospice, but like a rehab facility. Doesn't really remember okay. a whole lot. Yada yada yada. So the mom lives by herself now, and she kind of she's like, "I'm lonely. I want companionship." And so she has started dating, but this guy's still alive. He just lives in like a home, and she lives in but, her and, normal and, and, home. So hold on. So what's his state? Is he like you say he's Alzheimer's? He has Alzheimer's. Like- so he doesn't remember her a lot of the time. So he doesn't remember a lot of the family. So yep. it's it's coming and going. It's early onset. Okay. And the question was is like, is it okay? If your spouse is in that state of mind or in that, like, to move on. I would say yes. Yeah, and you know, first, man, I initially I go, well, I think we would just agree on it. And then I went, they wouldn't yeah. remember. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but every, you know, like like in a notebook, every day you could tell them the same story. See, bro, that's, like, we agreed on That it. shit made me cry every time, like a little bitch, bro. <laughs> when, you know, when she doesn't remember him, that shit hit me right in the feels, bro. And then I was like, you see, no matter what we do for y'all, y'all not going to remember in the end anyway. Dude, (laughs) I think we told the story on here before, man, of some lady like with like um, really bad like Alzheimer's, but she still like one of the things that she still remembered was how her husband cheated like 50 years ago. Of course she fucking did. And it was like, yeah, like there's there's that shit of like when you get these sort of traumatic events, how they just fucking stick with you. I'll be like, that just means we need to traumatize you more. (laughs) (laughs) It means your life was so good. That was the one trauma that stuck. (laughs) Be like, I'm batting 99%. (laughs) But no, man. I I mean, going back to that, man, I I don't know, man. I kind of feel like she should be able to. You know what? If, If you're at that age, your life's almost over yeah you know we i think we 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 put too much on how things quote unquote should be instead of just looking at individually and you just go what makes this is right for me for me yeah what makes me happy right now and uh he ain't gonna remember anyway when he wakes up tomorrow that i got a boyfriend i could just go over and visit him and you can do that as long as you don't don't abandon him there i don't know i guess there's a there's a ethical way to do this or there's an agreement right like listen man i'm gonna tell you right now for me don't 
don't wait up. Like, go do whatever you got to do, bro. If I'm in this state where I don't remember shit, like, bro, I don't even want to be on life support or nothing. Like, put me out. Take me out back. Like, the minute I'm a burden, I'm like, I'm good. Like, let me be. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I do, man. I think that that's... She should be able to do what she wants. Yeah, it brought up a great thing, though, because I'm like, wow, that's a good point, man. If somebody has Alzheimer's, what if they lived with you? Are you still like, and you want to like, yo, I want companionship of someone I can have a conversation with who's going to remember me, who's going to like, who can reciprocate. Like, yeah, man, I thought that was like, so really interesting. Yeah, because you think like, let's just say this this person that has Alzheimer's or early onset lives for another, you know, seven, eight, nine years, and then... And then you're almost dead. Sickness and in health, bro. That's what people will say. Yeah, but I mean, that again, this is just like we talk about all the time. It's all ideas. And it's, it's an idea. Marriage is an idea that we've accepted. Marriage in, in its current state. Yeah. It's an idea that we accepted. It doesn't mean that it's right. Right. You know, and I think that people have to look at, at what's good for me, almost like without being selfish, like, like, like to your point, make sure the guy's taken care of. Obviously, you know, he can't do the things that he, that he used to. So we make sure he's taken care of. But it doesn't mean that she should be just give up the rest of her life for that. Yeah, that's tough, man. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, fuck, man, what's the what's the ethical response to that? I'm like, what I did know they that say? there is one. Did you, did they, um, what the article say? You know what? I don't know. I, I, I have to see if I have the rest of it. But um, the guy essentially got into, I think he said, yeah, like he thought it was it would be ethical. Like it, it was almost a, Hey, if he's taken care of, if he's in a home and she pays for everything, he hasn't been abandoned. She's doing right by him. Kind of like, and then I guess there's a legal aspect to this as well, but about the legal recourse, like, is it considered cheating? Do you tell him? Oh, like, wow. There's this whole, yeah, but it, it was, uh, yeah, it was it, interesting. Like, he's not taking you. So, so then and now it's somebody like, if he's in the state that we, that we think he's in, he's not taking you to court. For no. cheating, and if right? He does he's gonna forget tomorrow that he sued you? <laughs> when, the lawyer, when the lawyer hits him up, like, yo, man, we got remember the thing about Patty? I need you. I need who the fuck is Patty? It's like it's like Groundhog he's Day. Got, <laughs> it's the fucking same thing. Gotta over explain and over. the whole shit over, and then uh, you met 50, it's like fifty first dates. <laughs> I was thinking about that movie. I couldn't think of it, bro. The Adam Sandler joint. Every time I watch that shit, I'm like, give up, bro. Yeah, right. <laughs> I like. I like. She's not even that hot. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's Drew Barrymore, bro. I was going to say, it. right? I don't even like Drew Barrymore. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Adam. You can do better. It's like, he kept going back. I was like, who the fuck is that relentless? <laughs> All right, bro. Tell them where they can find oh, us. Oh, man. Yo, shout out to you guys. Uh, uh, you guys can catch us on uh, at the Carbon Football Podcast on Instagram, on Facebook, uh, at Carbon Football Podcast on TikTok. Um, on YouTube, the Carbon Footprint Podcast. Make sure you follow us on there. If you're not, we actually drop a video weekly and our and the actual podcast, so you can catch the full episode on there or your favorite podcast platform, which is uh, Apple, uh, Google, Stitcher, TuneIn, uh, Spotify. I mean, it's, it's everywhere. Wherever Don't you listen, forget, I mean, Ghana, Ghana, Geo Seven, that's the other one in, in India. Shout out to you guys. Uh, yeah, there's I, I don't know any that we're not. And if we're on something that you like to use and we're not on there, let us know. We'll, we'll get it put on there. Um, yeah, yeah, thank you guys. Absolutely. Man. Yo, as always, thank you, thank you, thank you. Got some good feedback this week from some people. Shout out to you guys. And I guess we will see you next week. See you next week. Peace. Peace. Peace.